Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob. Live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. It's Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. And I'm out here on the trail. It's um, midday, like 3 p.m. The wind just died down after like a horrific storm yesterday. And, um, yeah, I wasn't planning on coming here today at all. Like, I, it was supposed to be a rest day. But sometimes this place like calls me, you know, it's like kind of like almost like this um, kinetic hold. Like I came here during the pandemic in 2020, you know, I, I, I'd come here my whole life like as a kid and stuff like that. But I didn't come here like every day, you know what I mean? I didn't live at Valley Green, you know, I didn't live in Fairmont Park. But during um, the pandemic, uh, you know, I was going pretty hard in the paint at the gym at the time in 2019 and then early 2020. I was in, I think I was the best, the thinnest I've ever been. I wasn't in the best shape ever because it was just all like, you know, calorie deficiency. But like, I was pretty um, devoted towards um, getting healthy and, you know, feeling good. But mainly back then, I think it was lo- like looking good. I was still, I was really just driven by my ego still in that year. And, um, the pandemic hit, and then next thing you know, there's no more gyms. You know what I mean? My gym closes down, and uh, it, nobody knows what to do. I remember being outside, like, on an exercise bike, thinking, like, this is insane. I, I'm not going to be able to, like, gain anything from this. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's going to happen. There's going to be no, like, fun to be had. There's going to be no real-time learning. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, there's another place that I could go. And there's another place I could go back to that was familiar to me once that was like a place of solace when I was a kid and then at that time in my life when I was going through some hard stuff and we all were in the pandemic you know I I came back out here to the woods I came back out here to Valley Green and I start coming every day man and I start counting my steps and I start climbing floors and I start exploring different areas of the park but mainly I kept coming back to this bench that I'm sitting on right now and um, it's at the top of this hill and every time I get to the top of the hill, I, I sit here for a bit, think about what I'm going to say, think about what I'm going to podcast, and then I get up and I start to walk. But today I did something totally different. I'm just starting the show here, sitting down still, still in you know contemplation. Why do I come here? Why? What's so important about this place? You know? And I guess it's God, man. You know, it's got to be God. It, it, there's no other explanation because... We've been going through this, I've been going through this, you know, like, um, these last couple months, you know, trying to figure out, like, what that means to me again, and abandon, like, getting rid of, like, the old, and installing the new software in me, you know, and the old software in me used to mock and ridicule God, and ridicule Jesus Christ, and think, I used to think people were, like, kind of weak to look towards something like that, weak to, like, look towards something that was the greater good. And, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, buying comic books in my late 20s, still in my early 30s, watching stories about heroes, watching stories about people who help others, you know? 
but then also like being full of ridicule towards this dude you know what i mean this dude that's been in my life on and off you know the crazy thing is is like when you develop a relationship with anyone you know what i mean like it's it's always great in the beginning you know what i mean you're like oh my god <laughs> i love this person so much i can't get enough of them they make me feel so complete they make me feel so whole and then all of a sudden maybe you forget to put the ketchup back in the refrigerator maybe you did something wrong maybe you you know committed some sort of atrocity maybe you were just mean you know and then you, your relationship starts to break apart and then you don't really talk and then you know you go into opposite rooms and then eventually you just wind up not talking to each other right that's kind of like what i was doing with god for a while there man I was just not talking to god and i was kind of like pissed off at god because of you know the therapy bills i pay monthly let's just put it that way with being kind about it and i was just never really um i was never really present if that makes sense in the eyes of God, but yet here I am in Valley Green, you know, and obviously, if anything, I come here to talk to y'all, but I think that when I'm talking to the podcast, I'm like talking back to God, and I'm starting to realize that now, you know, I mean, like, my whole, like, drive and my whole ambition has always been to find out the truth, and to find out why we're here, you know, and I used to think it was like, you know, um, an answer like I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like it's just crazy. it's crazy, right? I mean, you, you spend a lot of time searching for things, right? In life, there's people right now searching for something on the path. They're coming this way. If they do come, I'm gonna pause my my speech and talk to them. But yeah, we spend a lot of time looking for things, and then like you know, really, it's like right in front of us. Like you ever lose your keys, or you ever lose your cell phone? You know what I mean? You're like, oh my god, I gotta go. I gotta leave the house in five minutes. Where's my keys? Where's my cell phone? Meanwhile, the keys or the cell phone are in your hand. You know, that's just like the wor the worst is when that happens. It's like you know the answer, but you're still searching for it, you know? And I felt like that for a long time, you know? And um, lots of times, you know, it's very, it's very difficult to actually put those things into words when you're looking for something and you don't know what it is. Because most of the times you know. You know if you're going to the store for a coffee what you're going to get. You don't get there and think, hmm, not really sure which one's going to save me here today. And, you know, I had turned my back on the church. I had um, I developed my own feelings about it just because of, out of the stuff that was taught to me as a kid. I was forced into religion. I should, not like forced, but like religion was like made to like be like kind of like a chore or like I want to go to church Saturday night so I can get it over with. You know what I mean? I just want to get it over with. Like, say that sentence out loud, I just want to get over with. And that's not something that's supposed to make you feel good. But then when you heard that when you were a little boy, it probably confused the shit out of you or a little girl or whatever you are. You know what I mean? I don't discriminate here in my church of B.O.B. But the thing is, is that, like, yeah, it's hard to find. It's hard to find, like, um, purpose like that. It's hard to find some sort of uh, beacon of, of hope or light. And I really do believe, you know, that we are entitled to our own beliefs, our own thoughts, you know. But there is something to be said when you're collectively around the same people doing the same thing, right? Like when I was in the band, 
like when the four of us were in a room we made something that was just unique you know like just different i mean when you go back and you listen to downtown harvest's first album the white album it was just self-titled but people start calling the white album just because of its graphic design which was made by chris wood's brother johnny wood shout out the four of us made something that we couldn't do on our own right um, I listened back to that album just yesterday in the car with my family as we're going to dinner. And sometimes I forget that that's me. Right? I forget that that's me doing that. Or did that. Whatever. You know what I mean? But I did do it. And it was great. And I collected energy. And I collected a bunch of people up in that basket of joy. Still to this day, people talk to me about the the meaning behind those songs to them, you know? And I made something like that with my three friends. And I've been turning my back on that too for a while. And I've been thinking, you know, I got to get those guys back together. I have to, you know? It's like, because what we did meant something. When I went first to Storehouse Church about a year ago, we would go like there for holidays before that too, even like the two years leading up. And um, when I first entered into Storehouse Church, I was very upset at religion i in fact didn't even want to go you know what i mean and those were all thoughts that were triggered by you know um programming you know programming that was not of my own you know and sometimes you got to like sit with like you know your thoughts and you got to develop your own feelings and um you know church was never something that like i was doing in my 20s or 30s but really i was doing church with the band like we were all getting together and like raising up our spirits you know and um, I didn't realize then, like, how much I cared about the music and, that, like, what it did to people. And then, like, when you go to church and you see, like, what they're doing in there and, like, how they're really trying to help people, it's moving, dude, you know? And, like, Storehouse Church, I mean, the first time we went, there was this pastor, JR, and, um, you know, I saw him once at the mall, the Plymouth Meeting Mall, because, I, you know, I told you all before I love the Plymouth Meeting Mall. It's just my spot. It's where I go. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, we're going to get moving right now because I don't want to stay too idle. I like hiking and, and talking, and I'm sorry if my jacket, like, presses up against this and it's, like, a bad listening experience for y'all. But this is where I get my thoughts out in the best light as the light shines on me down now. So there's JR, you know, he's in the mall, and, like, you know, I stop him, and I say, hey, man, you know, kind of like what I just told you all, like, church wasn't for me you know i'm enjoying your your sermons but i'm just looking for the truth you know and he looked at me dead square in the eye and he's like what do you keep searching for you know where it's at he said something like that i can't remember and i remember being like whatever dude i'm out i'm going up to the comic book store rest in peace comic book store i miss you but um now i know what he's talking about you know what i mean it's like you oh there's so many different ways to approach this there's so many different ways to feel about things but i do know that when I go to this place, there's this pastor, I told you about previous episodes, not just last week, um, before, but sometimes it's like, you need somebody to like shake things up, right? You can't just have somebody say, hey, here's the television show that you've seen a thousand times, we got nothing else left to offer, you know the beginning, you know the middle, you know the end, but there ain't gonna be no other surprises for you, okay? You're just gonna be bored. And let's face it, nobody wants to be bored in 2023. But uh, Pastor Tasha Hoover, who leads Storehouse Church, I got to hand it to her, man. She changed my perspective on things and really 
got me talking about God and Jesus again, looking at my Bible, reading parts of the Bible, trying to disconcern what that means for me as I am wounded in my, I'm not happy in my life. You know, I have to go to therapy. I have all these past issues with my parents and I, I can't shake and like, Sometimes, like, you know, it's nice to have, like, it's nice to feel like somebody's, like, um, like, looking out for you, right? You know, and, like, that didn't come easy to me at all in the beginning, you know? Uh, it just didn't, you know? It is. I didn't, um, I will not, I, as I discussed a couple weeks ago, like, I'm not good at, like, letting people in. I, I this is me, like, being open and honest, and this is be, being my most vulnerable in nature right but in real life it's hard it's hard to get these things out but i'm just grateful for pastor tasha for i mean like she looks at me today as i'm leaving church and uh she's always busy right she's always busy like uh at the end of church because everybody wants to get some of that energy she's got and it's like i knew that energy too it used to like happen to me like after shows and i would feel so bad like i couldn't get people to um I always felt bad that I wasn't, like, uh, spending enough time with everybody, you know? And, like, that's a hard human emotion when you're somebody who suffers from guilt, from the fog. And that used to just bug me out, you know what I mean? But you guys going that way? You good? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that was awkward right there. They didn't know what to do. Are they going left? Are they going right? I don't know. But I always go left because this is where the truth comes out, right down here. Can't recall what I was saying, but I'll get back to the thoughts. Okay, so basically she starts to talk about all the story that I know, right? From growing up, you know, the story of Jesus, right? You know, I know the whole thing. But then what she starts to do is she starts to talk about things that really are, like, going on in my life. Like, at the moment, you know? Starts to talk about anxiety. Starts to talk about depression. Starts to talk about, like, things that it's hard sometimes for us through life. I've never had a pastor or anybody acknowledge like on a holiday that sometimes that sucks for us. It ain't fun. You know, it's not like a joyful activ activity. It's like a, a really difficult thing to get through. And just knowing that somebody's there, that translates into the message of what dude JC was all about. Right. I mean, if you read this stuff that he wrote, right? And it's very interesting when you read it because one thing's for certain, you gotta be, you gotta get into the mindset that like, first off, just like we all have cell phones, we all have sheep back in the day, dog. Okay, we all got some. There's these gates, there's these pens, there's these people doing things and there's all sorts of ways of teaching where they're like parables or like, um, what do you call that? When you, when you teach, like the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. You know what I mean? Like when you, t when you try to teach people in an honest level, you know, and like when you read the stuff, this is part where he starts to talk about, uh, I am the vine. Right. And like, then like we grow on his vine and like we grow fruit. Right. And I'm sure everybody out there, even if you don't believe this shit that I'm talking about now and you're like, Oh, Bob has gone religious quasi. I'm turning off the Bobcast after 374 whatever episodes. He's gone mad. <laughs> There's something to be said, dude, about being 
a positive person. You know what I mean? Like, there's just something to be said about, like, the true essence of what the dude stood for. Somehow or another, the shit gets construed, and people make it crazy. They go nuts. And this is what we talked about last week on the show, where it's like... I never thought about this for me. Like, my version of this. Me, inside. My soul's version of the story. It's hard to explain, but it's like... I've been searching for those things, and I thought I found those things. But all those things are associated with these words, these types of activities. One time in church, Pastor Tasha, she gets a whole bunch of plates, right? And she just lines them up in the back. We have no clue what's going on with these plates. I can't even remember what the sermon was about, but I remember what happened to me. And at first, I did not like it. I'll be honest. So, like... The sermon went into like this detail about how, you know, we're we're deep now into like the studies of like the mind <laughs> and uh you know, like we all have anger and like letting go of stuff and like breaking through the cycle and like so everybody who's got pain, they all like go to the back of the church and they're smashing plates. We talked about it here on that episode a few weeks back. And dude, something happened to me in that moment, dude, cuz I was not in the mood for that that day, but then at the end of it, I got snots coming out my nose crying i'm feeling something i have changed right that's the wild thing too is when you change what's up man how you doing and when you change sometimes you don't even know it you're just like going through life and you're like ah am i on my way am i on my way i don't know but there you go oh back to my thought the fruit thing right okay so check it out never believed in any of this stuff right you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say there's moments in your life where you know it's dry. There ain't no fruit. You ain't producing no results. You ain't producing no positivity. You ain't producing nothing but a low vibration. And we've talked about this dude for months, you and I. We talked about our vibes. What vibe am I putting out to the world? I wanna keep my vibe high, right? So by keeping my vibe high, I can re- recommend for the first time up on the show. Hold up one second. Hey, hey, don't. How are you? Hi. I can recommend going there. I can recommend going to Storehouse Church and listening to not just Pastor Tasha. They always have these like guest speaker. There was this dude a couple weeks ago. I think his name was Tim. Sent him a little message up on the the social meds. I was like, hey, man, that resonated with me. And then like I'm like turning around and like looking at myself and I'm thinking, oh my god, dude, like you're involved again with like people. And it sucks when you can't get out of that shell, but you want to. And then I know that a lot of people go through that. And I think I put myself into a shell, like, these last couple of years. And, uh, dude, I went out. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in a shell no more. I don't want, um, you know, to feel like I can't, like, mean something, you know? And, like, that's the thing that's cool about the place. It means something. Today's Palm Sunday. It meant something that Pastor Tasha said something to me, so I want to give her a shout out. Thank you very much for not only praying for me, but like just like the past year of just opening my mind up to not being so judgmental about what Jesus, God, spirituality can do for you. Because look, dude, I mean, like I said it to you before, praying, what's wrong with praying? There ain't nothing wrong with it. It can raise your vibe. And I've never done that. I see, I always used to think that like praying was associated with like not being worthy or something. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guilt growing up. I don't have that no more. You know, 
It doesn't feel like that no more. But I do know that being a part of something and like working towards a common goal means something. And I've been reluctant to like, you know, join that band at church. I've been reluctant to do a lot of things. But, you know, I, as I mentioned before, I want to be open towards that. And I want to be open towards change. And I want to try to come out of the shell, you know, and like not just walk around the woods by myself podcasting. <laughs> you know, what I mean? this is this is my thing, though, man. You know, this is the honest, brutal truth, you know, and like it's tough. It's tough, man. Like feel bad for my wife, you know what I mean? Like, I've been with Teresa for 20 years, you know what I mean? And, like, she knows that, like, I'm crazy. And my therapist told me once I should never say that I'm crazy. I've referred to myself as batshit crazy. And I'm not crazy, like, you know, somebody in a loon bin. But these thoughts that I have, the ability to just rant like this, I don't take it for granted, you know? I enjoy the fact that you and I can share this time together, you know? I enjoy the fact that you and I can enjoy nature somehow through my ears, you know? I apologize when my microphone slaps up against my jacket. It didn't mean for it. But look, here's a reflection too. It's Palm Sunday, right? So Jesus, right, he arrives up in town. It's Passover. Everybody's super stoked. They're like, dude, he's here. Get out the palms, okay? Run to the guy. Flap him in the wind. Make a big scene. Maybe he'll see you. Maybe he'll throw up the peace sign to you. You know what I mean? Maybe. I'll see you. So, you know, he's he's the man, you know, he's arrived. Everybody's super stoked. Hosanna, Hosanna, he's here. Can't remember what that means. I think it means you look it up. But regardless, in a couple days, he goes from being the man to the guy who loses out to Barabbas and gets crucified on Black Friday. And I was thinking today in church when we started talking about, or Tasha was talking about it, like, dude, how many times have I felt like that? Where it's like, I'm the man one day at work. I have achieved all of the goals for today. And then the next day, some microphone system goes out and the whole production's lost. And I go from being the man to being crucified for it, you know? And I'm sure all of us have gone through that. I'm sure all of us have felt what it's like to be at the top of your game, and then I'm sure a lot of us have felt what it feels like to be at your most low and thinking no one gives a shit. This is the part of the story, too, that I still, like, I'm still studying this, okay? Like, so basically, Jesus has to sacrifice himself for the greater good of humanity so that way we can keep going, right? Or, like, we can be forgiven for our sins to get into heaven. And, you know, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Okay, but... Uh, I just... Uh, the violence, you know, like... It's crazy when you think about it. It's like, it's a very violent story, right? I heard myself talk about it uh, a while ago about it. Like, how the deflaying and all the you know, the brutality that went on. Like, it's the greatest story ever told, they say, but God, is it dark at the ending, you know? It's so dark. And that's going to happen in a few days, you know? They turn on them. They're like, nah, you can't be performing these miracles, guy. You can't be turning the water into wine. What are you, insane? I've been told numerous times I can't do something. And, uh, 
yeah, part of the thing that we study in my therapy is what it feels like to be outraged when someone tells you that you can't do something. Obviously, I'm an artist. I'm, I can draw. I can edit. I can uh, direct. And a long time ago, a young man, that young man myself, wanted to be an artist. Wanted to go to school to learn to be a film director. I loved movies. I loved how it evoked emotion. I loved how the movies made me feel something new. And when I was told as a teenager that I couldn't pursue that career because it just wouldn't work out for me, I really went dark, you know? I went real dark. And even when someone tells me I can't go through a door or I can't go through a gate, I'm furious, man. I am on fire. And that's post-traumatic stress. But right now, when I start to think about, like, you know, where that anger is stored, where it's at in my body, you know, it's always in my throat chakra. And if you don't know what chakra is, I can't really educate you on that right now because I'm about to end the show. But you should look into it. But basically, you all know what your throat does. Somebody's strangling you. You feel like you can't get your words out feel like shit right you don't feel good when that's going on and dude i'm releasing that energy okay I feel pretty good today i was compelled to come out here to talk i was compelled to come out here and say thank you to the community at Sturhouse church to the pastors to the people that i'm getting to know it's pretty sweet when you know you're involved with something and i urge you to do that because without it i mean what are we doing, dude? You know, I mean, that's the whole thing is like every week I talk to you about it. It's like, what are we doing here? What's my purpose? Do I want palms thrown in my face? Do I want to feel redeemed? Do I want to feel like I can be restored? I mean, like, I don't know anybody on the planet that doesn't feel like they don't want to be restored. You know, like I want to be restored, man, back to like full vitality, you know? I don't know. I just wish that you could understand what I'm talking about. And, um, you know, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Yeah, I really do. And I hope that you have a great Easter week. There's going to be a bunch of episodes dropping just because I'm in that mode. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, my name is B.O.B. And this has been another episode of The Bobcast. <laughs>